This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah! Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does, sir. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we are broadcasting live from... Oh, Chobo Studios (laughs) in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Oh, man. Yes. I see you're doing a membership drive. A membership drive, indeed. So, people might not even realize they are members. I'm a little confused because I had to dig up this script, which actually had a funniest thing story that went. I had to dig dig up an old script to go with today's episode. But what you're referring to is. Be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occur naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes! And this show isn't just a show where we talk about theoretical ideas about jibber jabber about philosophies that sound good. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with listening to that. But what we like to do is share with you how we apply it. We experiment with these truth ideas to cooperate with the principles, the spiritual principles that already exist. Right. And then we love sharing the results, but we also really love hearing back from you folks who listen and tune in. Yes. And when you share your stories of how you applied something that you learned or yes. maybe even heard on the show or tried something either myself, Ed, or one of our guests right. have done, because you will get results. Yes. You're guaranteed to get Results, Because you're cooperating with laws that may not be seen, but are definitely in effect. Yes. And once you understand these laws and start cooperating with them, you get the results. And we would love, we love hearing those stories. And uh, with your permission, of course, we love sharing them on the air. So please write us any results you get from prayer, faith. Send it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, yes. Culver City, California, 90232. You can also go to DarylNed.com. There's a contact form or go to our Facebook fan page, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Write it there. Of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, comment on the videos there. We love that as well. You can see the full-length Chobo Studios episodes and see what's going on in the studio. Yes. And, um we want to thank everyone out there who's contributing through patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. You can contribute monthly as much or as 
I don't even like to say little because no, there's no such thing as little when you're sharing, circulating your your prosperity. It grows. It comes back to you. I mean, that's the other thing about why we love sharing this stuff is it's yeah. astounding. It will change your mind about what's possible for you. If this stuff is – if you're pro- applying it the way these simple teachers of the past and present applied it, then – you really will be automatically saying to your friends some version of funniest thing. You're never going to believe how well this worked out. You're never going to believe how this thing transformed for the better. So once again, if you want to contribute, join us on patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. It just feels good for me. I contribute to different things and I didn't used to, but I've learned that it actually feels really good for me and amazing things happen when we circulate. Like, yes. like Reverend Ike said, don't spend money, circulate it. Because that's what, when we realize that we live in a universe of circulation, that's what health is about. That's what finances are about. That's what relationships, education, whatever you're doing, it's about circulating. If it's only giving, you're going to burn out. If it's only taking, you're a jerk. <laughs> you got to give and receive, and it's a natural part of circulation. Well, there are givers and takers in the world, but I'll tell you this. The, the givers. Gi- the givers are the ones having all the fun, That's folks. That's right. But oh, they better man. be takers also because oh, wait, receivers. 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 Receivers, because don't turn into, I just give and give. Oh! Anything in return. BS. You're a human being. You need your needs met. You deserve to prosper. You're a part of, you're a divine creation. You came here. God didn't go, ha, ha, ha. Bye, my favorite son or daughter. See, I hope you can make it down there. I'm not giving you anything. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, that's what my real life father told me. I know. (laughs) That's just because he forgot what was told to him. Well, it all worked out. It was exactly what I needed. All right, well, we got a postcard from Kirky, and this week, he sent us a giant jumbo postcard. Camera, camera ready. Am I ready there? Can yeah. I see that? Looks good. Okay, good. And um, if you watch on YouTube, which I highly recommend, you can see it. It's Daryl and Ed in a sleeping bag. But Daryl always likes – no, it's just a bed, one single bed. Daryl always likes to point out that we are not Ernie and Bert. We do not live in, in funny in Chobo Studios and stay in one bed. And we, no, the same bedroom with the two separate beds like Ernie and Bert and, yeah. a, and a lamp between us. We actually do have separate homes with different wives. And That's right. We would both go bananas if we had to spend that much time with each other. <laughs> um, let's see here. So, Kirky, on, uh, he sent this on October 25th, the funniest thing. Uh, the P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. The good part about sending us mail is when you write down the good that oh, happens yeah. to you and share it, it magnifies and multiplies it in your mind, in your experience, and you bless yes. others in the process. So it really is a selfish act just as much as it's a selfless act. So please it, send us your stories. I got to say one other thing. Even yeah. if you write us a postcard, do it for a prayer request. Yeah. A lot of people end up having their prayers answered right. before the postcard will even get to us. That's right. Because the simple act of doing that, writing down what your need is, yeah. and sending it off for a blessing by someone else mm-hmm. already connects you with the source. And you're going to be surprised. I mean, this stuff is incredible. I never get bored of it. That's right. You know, it's, it's all about receptivity to yeah. our good. So anything we do that releases the control, these fears that we have to do it all, all on our own or that there's no hope, any act that we do of just releasing it yes. to the universe, to God, opening up to that divine supply coming through, 
gets like Daryl just said, that alone can shift yeah. your circumstance. Um, and you bless others in the process. So uh, Kirky said, Daryl and Ed. By the way, Kirky is Kirk Chelson. He's actually a, um, a professor, screenwriting, and um, he is in one of the top universities in the world for this in Poland, I believe, is where nice. he teaches, right? Yeah. And uh, he's a oh. great friend. I was just telling Daryl and our friend Stephen Tom Thorpe and Kirk the other day, I texted them. This is the first time in my life that I have friends that actually can send me things that are actually helpful. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Although we may not appear to be that big of a deal, we have a lot of friends in really high places. That's, a, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. Well, you got to have a court gesture no matter who you are, right? they got to bring in the, the I'll stages. be it. I'll be it. Yeah, so uh, he says from Neville Goddard, the universe which we study with such care is a dream, and we the dreamers of the dream Eternal dreamers dreaming a non-eternal dream. One day, like Nebuchadnezzar, we shall, like Nebuchadnezzar, as Joel Osteen would say, we shall awaken from the dream, from the nightmare in which we fought with demons, to find that we never really left our eternal home, that we were never born and have never died, save in our dream. That's oh Neville Goddard. You know what's crazy? Well, he says, life is but a dream. Keep rowing your boat merrily down the stream. You're not going to believe this. Yes. Do you know how he was wake up Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. Is that a dance song that he used to dance to in the 80s? In the 80s. It was <laughs> wake up Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What? Oh, man. That song would come on and the girls would grab all the guys by the hand and pull them on the dance floor. So uh, yeah, what you got? Another th- we also we don't just beg for postcards. We actually also send them. So yes. this morning I sent one to Kirky. Amazing. And I wrote on there, on the back because I wrote this note to myself right. to inspire myself today. Mm-hmm. That's another thing we recommend: do your morning routine. Yeah. Read some inspirational books. Yes. You know, before your wife or husband get up, or if they're up and they want to participate great but the main thing is that you do it for yourself and um you'll be a benefit to yourself and everyone around you but you'll usually get inspired you really will get inspired as you do this 100 percent. and you'll end up jotting down things like we said you know once written twice remembered or when we write it down we're actually releasing that idea we're reaffirming a good idea right so this morning I wrote on his postcard, and then I wrote it in my book, so I remember, wake up. And I wake up by asking myself this question. Yes. How can I use my talents? But then I always have to follow it up, because then that could be like, I'm not using my talents. I don't know what my talents are. So I quickly follow that up with, I am continuously inspired by ideas of blessing others. There you go. And then that makes the talents come up yeah i agree wholeheartedly they come up naturally because mm-hmm. i get enthusiastic about and I, like even doing the postcard yeah i mean it goes with the power of the spoken word which is yes. big in the new thought movement which is i think it's often underestimated but daryl wants to you shared that little uh mental image of the first thing that gets cleaned when you wash a, your oh, car you mean what i learned in the military yeah what did they say <laughs> i went to a military rehab folks believe it or not and oh, in we there, believe it. It was a very uh, spirit, <laughs> but the, the unbelievable part was no. This is the it was part. all spiritually based. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's Marines and yeah, petty yeah. officers in the Navy, you know, Master Chiefs. 
sharing the most unbelievable new thought stuff that we share on this show. Right. So one day, uh, it was either Master Sergeant Mike Gurton or somebody who said, Fizarro, do you know what the first thing that gets cleaned when you wash your car is? Uh, the roof? No, you bonehead! The inside of the hose. Yeah, so when we let these joyous new ideas come through us and we speak them and we share them with others and we request prayer yes. and we pray, it's cleaning out. It's like letting go of yes. all the congestion within our Because a lot of... Yes, it's we, letting the love, the right. washing, blessing. When you think of washing, we're blessing. Right. We're blessing someone. A lot of what we think is our problem is that uh, the world is doing something to us. But what... Really, a lot of times what happens, and I'm going through this as I like reassess my relationship with work and basically declare that this is my last year teaching for public schools, is that it's not what was going on. It's not so much what was happening to me, but it's the fact that I started to hold in what I know to be true, that I started yes. to hold in my good. And when, once, you start, once I stopped expressing and living my truth, every time I compromise – then I become congested and yes. then things start happening because I'm basically curled up in a ball and floating around yes. and I'm at the whim. But when I'm expressing my good and sharing my inspired ideas, yes. there's so much power in it that it reorganizes my whole life. It's, it yeah. changes the people around me because they light up and it's just a whole different universe. So a lot of it was me co-signing and saying, all right, I'll compromise. You're right. I won't be myself. And every time yes. I did that, I got more into like a victim state of mind. You know what's amazing? Yeah. This show is really starting to be about circulation because it's like you said at the beginning of the show. Yeah. It really is about circulating this natural, vital God energy. This, yeah. this loving energy that always is flowing towards us. Yes. But when I'm afraid to speak my mind right. because I might, you know, mm -hmm. ruffle feathers... And I'm not talking about shaming someone or, you know, ripping someone. I'm just I mean speaking a joyful idea. Yeah, your inspired ideas. Your yeah, truth. that I think might be beneficial. But then I'm stop withholding. Is that right. oh they might laugh at me, like that sort of thing. Or it just seems like, or in certain environments, it's like people think you're being rude when you're yes. being joyful and laughing yeah. and letting go of the tension and the crap yes. that everyone's believing in. But when we start circulating, letting it out, man. It's like you said, everything starts rearranging in our circumstances, mm -hmm. and it happens fast. I'm going to just read this quick, because this is why it happens fast, Good. Then we got to get to the Then we've got some show. great We readings. haven't even gotten to what today's show is yet. Oh, I know. Let's get to it. But here it is, Ed. Yes. When we start circulating, I was thinking this about true identity, because a lot of people say, what's your ideal is? It means your best idea of yourself, and we hopefully grow into that. And there's truth to that. But the real truth, mm -hmm. the greatest truth is this. Right. That your true identity, like my true identity, it will feel like a new identity, but it's only because I've had a false image of myself. That's right. That's, that's right. the miracle. Well, that's why Jesus said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. It's just your mind forgets who our minds forget who we are. And the renewal is going back to the well, which could also could be called wellness, which is within you. Going back to the well of who you truly are and unclogging that well so the true you starts to come out. And uh, like you said, that it's like – and I was laughing about this before the show that it's like 
the biggest moments in my life of like celebration is simply when I remember who I am and how yeah. great I have always been and how great life is and how much I love my life. All right, we got a piece of mail from Michael Schoonover, Unity Minister. So the two dyna- these two dynamic truth souls and teachers shine as living atomic immortal atoms and molecules literally. Wow. Wow. Radiant ethers keep flooding us and saturating us in the wisdom, energetic power signature. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Michael Schoonover. We'll figure out what all of that means and get back to you, but we appreciate it because we can feel the vibe inside That's of it like all. That's like reading Hermes Trismegistic. Wow. <laughs> Big words are, are abound. All right. Barbara Weatherman said just simply yes, and we agree. Marianne Levin. I think that was the interpretation of Michael's. That's right. That's what it means. Simply Marianne, translated is right. yes. That's right. Marianne Lavery said, I look forward to each oh, new podcast Mary release. Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen. Excuse me. Thank you. It says, I get on Monday. I get it on Monday. And so she looks forward to it coming out every week. So thank you. You can listen to it anywhere you get podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere. Everywhere. Or you can go to YouTube and subscribe and like the the videos and comment there. Thank you to our chief engineer in Kansas City, Kansas. He uh, edits our audio portion of the show. He's been with us since the very beginning. Since 2013. His name's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Nice. I would be remiss to not thank Chobi One Kenobi, a.k.a. Indy Fawcett. The, 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 uh, what would you call him over here? The patron saint of Chobo Studios. He built the place. He, he engineers all the video and takes care of us, and uh, we appreciate him. He gets the links out to our guests. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing today, Indy? Indy Fawcett's his real name. Doing great. Doing great. I love the Chobi One Kenobi. That's I'm, yes. I'm like a Jedi. Jedi of the podcast space. You yeah. do hold a good space and give us some good ideas for each episode, so we appreciate that. You go to chobostudios.com if you want to come on here and record, use the space. You go to podshuttle.io. You could send uh, Indy your podcast-related stuff. Yes. You'll edit into reels, whatever you need for YouTube, shorts. It's amazing, so check him out. I'm on fire. Eh? Okay, Thank you guys, love you. Oh, we got three breaths. We all, dude, we haven't even read the. the... Oh, you didn't read it yet. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm high as a I kite. It. I love it. We also got to say, shout out quickly. If you want to get into miracle season, because it's always miracle season, which is what Daryl was just alluding to with our breaths. Go to the, the call the prayer line, Silent Unity, eight hundred now pray, eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. They will pray with you affirmatively. They also have uh, an app, the letter U, the word pray. The key is they will pray from an awareness of God, from an awareness that all is well, and help you to realize that it's already true for you also. Sometimes it is really beneficial to have people like Daryl or Silent Unity to pray with you and remind you what is already true because we all lose track of it from time to time. And Silent Unity at 800-669-7729 is a great tool. You can call them and press 2, and you will hear an, uh, a pre-recorded prayer. Yes. Press 1, they'll pray with you. I've taken up what Howard Rankin recommended, which is every morning. It really helps my morning routine get started. I just press 2, and I just listen to the oh, affirmative prayer that's recorded. Positive. And it really massages my brain. And so, without further ado, today's show is called It's Miracle Season with artist Krista McAvina. Our faith can bring forth miracle after miracle. It's true. No matter how small or faltering we think it may be, our faith is a mighty spiritual force within us. Just as we press a button and expect electricity to flow into our homes, so we can open the channel of faith and expect God's infinite power to bring results in our lives. 
On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to utilize their power of faith and enjoy being thrilled by the results. During the second segment, our artist friend, miracle-making mama, Krista McAvina, gets us expecting the best with today's Daily Word, Accept the Best. And I believe our Daily Word came from Michael Schoonover, so yes, we want to thank, thank him you. in advance. Yes. But the good news is, there's only one real reason why it's miracle season. And it's just getting our faith, getting us into a state of joyous expectancy instead of curmudgeonry, crabbing with other people who are out there crabbing. Ah, you know how it is, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense because the only thing that prevents miracles is grievances, is holding on to a grievance. And if you really want to make miracles in your life, anytime I've been reminding myself of this today. Anytime a grievance pops into mind, I said, God, remove that. I'd rather have the miracle than than just wasting time right. destroying my brain. Right, because all that crap is it's based just, on misunderstanding. It's misunderstanding and, and little fear and worry. It's right. not faith. But, right. man, you let go of grievances, yeah. you're going to start getting miracles. It's going to be miracle season. And that's why... Uh, that's why I think Charles Fillmore, I love miracles. I love the word because it makes me so joyous and free. But I, I know why Charles Fillmore said there are no miracles. I do too, yes. Because he was saying that it's just divine order. Yes. It's not It's not something that I think certain people think it's going to take a miracle. Like maybe God will love me and do something for me, but I, you know, I doubt it. I, I don't have any say in the matter. Charles Fillmore said there are no miracles because he was saying it's just natural for these yeah. miracles to occur when we, like you said, let go of our grievances and yeah. get into an affirmative and state of uh, jo- joyful expectancy. Yes. So our expectation has a lot to do with what we experience. So let's. the good and news what, is you only really need one reason to realize it's miracle season. Let's take a breath to clear our minds. <sighs> My faith is the reason. It's miracle season. Ah. My faith is the reason. It's miracle season. Ah. Yeah. My, My faith, faith is, is the reason. It's miracle season. Man, this is good stuff. All right, we're going to bang out some readings right here. When we when we have our studio audience, they're going to be able to affirm these things with us. And you know what, folks? There's two quick things that go with this. Is we learned this week from Catherine Ponder. Right. This I never considered this. The word utter and the word outer come from the same origin, the same root. So it goes along with the spiritual truth. Whatever comes out of our mouth, even Jesus said, it's not, don't worry about fasting or going on a special diet to prove you're right. religious. He said, it doesn't matter what comes, what goes in your mouth. What matters is what comes out of your mouth. That's right. And it's true. So the words we utter, we experience in our outer circumstances. Right. And we also learned that when you, when you, affirm these things loudly like you hear us doing these you might think all oh, these guys are silly with their funny little affirmations but there's a reason that they're silly a scientific one because when you say a s- affirmation that sounds silly your critical mind that objective part of your mind that blocks these things mm-hmm. 
from it thinks oh it goes to sleep it goes oh left ha that's stupid but that's good because your critical mind shuts off yes. thinking it's too silly to be concerned about right. and it drops right into your subconscious yeah, right. and wakes the real you up again right right and, well, yes yeah and lastly this is another thing from ponder when you say affirmations of truth right they have 80% more power than just thinking your prayers. Mm. When you say your affirmations aloud, right. 80% more power. And that's how we keep, we well, really makes sense because then the results. You're running it through the actual mechanism of your being. Well, everything's energy, and right? So the vibration. Yeah, and if it's... Yeah, I like that. All right, so Sue Hodgson sent us an email this week, yes. and it's in her quote um, from from Mary Cufferly, God will see you through, said, wonderful and even miraculous things begin happening to you as you open up to God. Yes. As you accept the truth that God's power is present, available, and real. God is ready to refresh, revitalize, and revive you in every phase of your being. God is saying to you, I've chosen thee. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. That's from Isaiah 41, 9 and 10. And then it says, perhaps you face some challenge in your life that you're thinking, I can't make it through on my own power. I don't have the courage and the faith to, to keep on. It says, if so, take heart. Remember that you're far more than you seem to be. You have spiritual powers at your command that rush to your aid when you open up to God. Yes. And this is from Emmett Fox. And it really is about making things happen or experiencing miracles is not about making things happen to experience miracles. That's right. It's the exact opposite. It's That's like right. she says, opening up to God. And Emmett Fox puts it so simply in an easy way to help us apply this to our mental, the way we think about something going on, even something positive that we're right. trying to accomplish. Right. This is from November 12th in uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox. And the reading is Let God. People often say, I try to do so-and-so, but I fail. The explanation for their failure is contained within the words themselves. You should never try. You should let. Let God. When you try to do things, you are working from the outside. When you let God do them through you, you are working from the inside and success must come. Yes. If you will reread the creation chapter in the Bible, you will notice that God creates by letting. Yes. God said, let at every act of creation and it will be done. Now God creates by means of you if you will let him. But you must yes. let. Someone said, let go and let God. That's right. And this is a wonderful recipe for overcoming fear or getting out of a tight place. Yes. In any case... The rule for creation is always let. Is anything too hard for the Lord, which also translates to law, and that's from Genesis eighteen fourteen, which means like like Ed was saying about Charles Fillmore, there are no miracles. Nothing is too difficult because of the law. Because yeah. when we apply these ideas yeah. to our mental habit of the way we think right now we're corresponding with the law and things just happen miraculously yeah. they seem miraculously compared to what we've been taught yeah. that's why they really seem miracles but 
Ed and I do both love the word miracle and love expecting miracles right. because it adds a little more, like, what do we say, joyful enthusiasm. Yeah, it, 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 I think it appeals to the childlike yes. imagination that we all need, the enthusiasm, the spirit. And their gifts, receiving gifts from God. Yeah, it lets us know we don't have to do it on surprises. our own. That's it. Because it, the outcome really is always surprising. Yeah, yeah, because we're not doing it on our own. No. Right? So we are loved. Uh, Kathy Norman in uh, Sermon on the Molehill, Kathy Jean Norman, good friend of ours from Union of Santa Barbara, said, When we expect exciting things to occur, we draw to us things that affect us in a positive way. We're only miserable when we declare that we are miserable. As stated in Job twenty two twenty eight, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. Yes. In this moment, you could be the master of how you experience what is occurring in your life. What are you the master of? Your negativity, your judgments, or your excitement and your enthusiasm? Life is about choice. You can be in negativity and sluggish unresponsiveness, or you can enjoy the ride. How powerful and blessed your life becomes when you enjoy it. Your life starts right where you are, and you can come alive in spite of circumstances. Choose to approach your life with enthusiasm and joy. No matter what you are doing, say to yourself, I am enjoying this, and watch what happens. I think that's perfect wind-up for this half, don't you? I, ad- I, I do. You know, And I just wanted to add that yesterday I was – sitting breathing on my sofa and i really you know the back of your brain back there where these like fears and doubts and worries start. isn't that funny that's where i get headaches yeah well what i realized um as i was breathing i even try i've been doing some of this wim hof that almost killed you that time but i've, I've been pra- messing around with it and actually it has helped me I, i'll tell you about how i've been using it later but it doesn't matter what i was doing but in that moment i realized like all that's really going on when, we, like, Eric Butterworth talks about this. Like, we get so used to being overly concerned and urgent about things yes. that we don't even know if it's an urgent matter or we're just so used to being urgent about yes. things that that's just what we're we're trapped in that. That part of our brain is on overdrive, yeah. and so it's project, high alert. It's on yeah. high alert. It's what I used to call critical thinking about less than critical circumstances well you could still say that yeah (laughs) right i'll say it right now it's critically thinking about less than critical circumstances but what happens is when say daryl and i at the same moment get trapped in that nightmare or everyone in your work it just becomes the the standard for how you do things you don't realize that everyone's just living in a nightmare that they shared but it's not really true as soon as you relax your brain as soon as you relax the concern you start to see that actually everything's in divine order and is attempting to bring about solutions and abundance and prosperity and health and all the things that we desire. It's been there all along, but we just haven't been seeing it because we've been looking through the wrong lens. But the truth is, it is miracle season. Tis the season. Tis the season. And coming up next, miracle-making mama artist Krista McAvina gets us expecting the best with today's daily word. Accept the best. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing at Chobo Studios in downtown Van Nuys. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All 
right, everybody. Welcome back to Funniest Thing from Chobo Studios out here in downtown Van Nuys. It's miracle season. We have an artist, a friend. The way we even came together outside district office years ago before we even knew each other was amazing. Um, when I brought up the script for today's show, because I was working out of my Dell laptop from work at a Starbucks, and I didn't have – I usually work on my Mac – I looked up, maybe I have a script in my email that I can use. And funniest thing, it was a show called Breaking News. The truth is not as bad as the headlines with artist Krista McAvina. And here she is. How are you, Krista? Doing great. I'm excited to be here at Chobo Studios. <laughs> I mean, the other shows, I was uh, on my living room floor. And so this is, this is quite a step nice. up. Nice. Yeah. There's two things that boost our mood. Coffee and Krista McAvina being uh, in the studio. Yes. So thank you so much. It is true. Yes. Glad to be here. So, um, Daryl, oh. you had a quick little something you want to share that came up during yeah, the last Yeah, based segment. on what Ed's quote, which is critical thinking about... Less than critical issues. Less than critical or issues. Matters. Or matters. Or uh-huh. matters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yesterday I was at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library for Veterans Day. Right. And they had a... Um, Army colonel talk. Yeah. And this guy had been in since he was very young as a right. lieutenant. This is but the author? Th- he's also an author. He writes uh, the f- um, fictional novels. Yeah. He writes novels. So he's a regular great guy, and he was a special forces Army veteran who fought in um, all the desert campaigns. Okay. So he's a battle-tested guy. Mm-hmm. He gets on stage to talk. The most joyful man you'll ever see and he kicks it right off by saying that, you know, most – because everyone's – like everyone enjoys how joyful he is. And he says, well, that's how I could tell a real battle-tested veteran. Right. Because he goes, all the guys that are veterans, the real veterans have the best sense of humor. Mm. They laugh at themselves and – and things they see easier than anyone else I know. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and that's how I know Rambo is a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that guy never cracks a smile. Yeah. No one would want that Debbie Downer in your outfit. Right. He'd be the first one to go. But what he said, too, he said, you know, people ask, what are the benefits of being in the military? And he said one of the greatest benefits that he gets, and he tells people who are considering – in addition to two other things, which we don't need to bring up today, but that go along with what you said is exactly what you said, and it's perspective. Mm-hmm. And the big point of perspective isn't like you think this macho thing. No, the biggest, his biggest theme of a healthy perspective is really you learn how to not have critical thinking over less than critical right. things. And he even said, trust me, I'm not a pro at this because just yesterday I was frustrated with my bird fountain in the backyard right. and my wife, when her, she heard me grumble and I was complaining, it's never, things never going to work. She said, well, at least you're not getting shot at. <laughs> and he said, yeah, what the heck am I thinking? Right. <laughs> right. And he yeah. started laughing. Nice. So it's amazing what right. we learn 
from our experience and how it can benefit others. Yeah, right. I know. That's so true. In any field, if the, the people who are really experienced know how to laugh things off and know no what question. really matters. They're the ones with healthy faith. It's well, that's why I learned don't really from. Know. It's the people who don't really know who stress over things that don't really matter and burn out their staff and burn out the people working for them and with them because they, they, they're pretending they know. You know? Yeah, and if it's better to admit we don't know well, and let the joyous like ex- ex- exploration and discovery. Well, happen. you know what's sure. crazy? Even though this is the day after Veterans Day, another thing mm-hmm. I learned at the military rehabilitation from Erton is, of you know, because we used to think mean mugging ooh, makes right. you look like you're tough. He says no, that's a coward's face. He said a joyful man is a confident man. A smile is the example of a man who is confident. He has faith in God and faith in himself. Nice. And he just exudes yeah. a smile and a joy because he knows everything is going to work out. Right. And that transforms things without himself. even saying anything. Yes. It transforms the room. So Esther Hicks, <laughs> part of the funniest thing about the, the script that I found with your name on it, Krista. Yes. The script had your name you. on it. <laughs> yeah, the script had your name on it already. And in that script, there was two quotes that I thought went great with this show also. One was from Charles F. Hanel. Hanel says, harmony in the world within results in optimism and affluence. Harmony in the world within yes. results in optimism and affluence. Affluence within results in affluence without, which goes with the word utter and outer. Yeah. And then Esther Hicks said, "This is again, this was already in the script that I pulled up that was like very, I don't know how many years old it was, but it says, the universe is abundant with everything that you want. It's not testing you. It's benevolent, benevolently providing for you. But you are the orchestrator. You are the definer, and you do it through your joyous anticipation. If there is an emotion that you are wanting to foster, that would serve you very, very well. It is positive expectation. Wow. It is excited anticipation. So... I'm yeah. excited anticipation to hear from Krista. I feel the same way. So, Krista, you've <sighs> yes. been in this green room... You've yeah. heard us go on and on about this, that, and the other thing. You've taken notes. You've worn oh, a shawl. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's cold. What it's is chilly here in LA? That you want oh, to there's so much. And you know, I like hearing Daryl talk a little bit about the military because, as you know, I grew up as a as an Air Force brat. Mm-hmm. My dad uh, was a lifelong C-130 pilot, so he was. Wow. Uh, we were cel- oh, my, uh, He got to be celebrated at my niece's school yesterday. Oh wow! You know, with a bunch of other oh, veterans, cool. so it was pretty so. cool. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, you know, I a while ago I got really into survival manuals. Um, and from the military, like vintage ones from oh, like wow. back in World War II. And, and there's a lot of wisdom. And as you and I have, uh, as the three of us have talked about, you can find wisdom anywhere. It doesn't have to be from a spiritual yes. book. Right. The other day I was getting wisdom from Kenny Rogers, the gambler. Yes. But yes. Uh, in the, one of the survival manuals, it talked about how, how a sense of humor was really important wow. to surviving like critical wow. things like yes. a like a plane crash or yes. being you know tossed wow. overboard you know being able to laugh at your circumstances wow. goes a long way yes. and so you think like the military they're all buttoned up no. serious it's like you know you you get those priority adjustments be it illness be it a tragedy or whatever you know you realize what's important and it's having having some joy and some fun in the day to day that's right. what makes these miracles show up yeah, right. you know, because you're receptive to seeing them. If you're like holding on and being grumpy, nothing's nothing's going to come through. 
Right. I like that yeah. because mm-hmm. the jo- the sense of humor is what invites the miracles yeah. to show up. It's not like the after fact. No, yeah. and, and Krista, you I mean, it's not the joyful after. It's yeah. the joyful before. Yeah, right? it opens the door yeah, yeah. for the good. And you mentioned this with regards to stepping out boldly as an artist and mm-hmm. how every time you let go of like safety nets that yeah. you, you find that more good comes to you through your art. No question. I mean, I've I've had uh, safe and predictable and stable jobs in right. my life, and you right. know, and they're good and they served a purpose, and I was able to be of service in them. But um, but I felt constrained. I right. wanted to be out. I wanted to be creating and living a freer life, and I yeah. had to clock in and clock out at a certain yeah. time. Right. And and it, it, there's it's almost a direct correlation. The more I let go of the safety net, the greater um, opportunities and success and literal. You know, finances improve right. when um, I, I step into that. Yeah, That's just my joy. So, when you step into what you really exactly. enjoy when, doing. When you line up with who you really are, and you get all lined up in that regard, then yeah, yeah other other whatever yeah. you need rushes in. Yeah, because I've been telling, I was telling you that um, th- this last couple of weeks, I've been telling people straight ahead, whoever I talk mm-hmm. to. This is my last year teaching for Culver City Unified in this yeah. public school, and you know, it's. There's a lot of my brain that's like, ah, well, you know, like how how is this going to work? Or trying to figure out where am I? Where's the money going to come from? And this, that, and the other thing. But thankfully, Daryl's been, you know, he gets, he's an artist like yourself, and we all, we all, I think as artists, I think I. We just have this meter inside us that's just like, this is horrible. Like, we can't pretend. <laughs> yeah. And I've been pretending for a long time. I've been pretending for a long time that it's okay, but to compromise myself, you yeah. know? And I've been letting, by letting that go and saying, telling people and not being afraid and telling people, you know, I'm not, oh, this is my last year. It's amazing how much mm-hmm. an outpouring of both support for myself, but also yeah. the people that I'm talking to light up yeah. because then they admit how they don't want to be doing it too or how they, yeah. you know, they wish they had the courage or whatever it yeah. is. So there's something about oh, just going, wow. I'm going all in on being myself and let's just see where this goes. And I think. Well, it's magnetic. It's going to go well. It will always go well. You know what? It's almost like a collective settling. Mm -hmm. But when one of us has the courage to say, you know what? I'm done this year. What are you going to be doing? And then I come alive and I start sharing it. Then those people go, oh, yeah. Like – like yeah. you said, you know, I just want to read the one mm-hmm. line from here when you're oh, yeah, done with yeah, that no, thought. Because like, I was just going to say this that's goes, what uh, – remember Kathy Norman shared from um, that Jafola book? I forget the name of it. But the whole idea is that there's this like culture of creatures that have like made their whole civilization out of clinging to the bottom of this river. Yes. Oh. And they like – they're all afraid of being taken by the current. And ah, finally one's yes. just like, I can't – clean yeah. to this anymore I'm letting go and they, yep. they start calling him foolish at first yeah but oh yeah. you're gonna die you're gonna get banged along over rocks nothing good's gonna happen for you you're crazy if you right. do that and then, stay hanging on and with then us. They, they turn him into their savior because he as yeah a because result. he decides to let go and he gets banged up a little but then all of a sudden he's flowing like, yeah he's he realizes so that the very flow of life that we're resisting is actually place. trying to take us where we want to go and that's what public education for me I'm so done with it it's like all this energy to stop from going with the flow of joy which is what is inside of every one of those kids mm-hmm. like all this yeah. train is it, anyone else wants to do that they can mm-hmm. I don't Right. I don't want to train people to resist their joy and get in line and do this and that and the other thing and not listen to themselves and be afraid of being be afraid of being shamed by people. 
I don't want that. I want nothing to do with that. Well, and that goes against the word ed- education, which yeah. means to draw out, right, to remind right. people that you know the slave boy from Socrates. Uh, you know, he was able to prove you could, that the joy allows the intelligence. It's all to there. Flow out of the child. Right. Why would I want anything? Why would I want to teach anything to people that's like, if you, this is what almost killed me about religion. You do all this stuff, maybe you'll, you'll be successful. Maybe. Ugh. I want to be no. treating every one of my students or anyone I'm working with to be prosperous in every way, a guaranteed success. Yes. Well, you proved it with your son. Yeah. Well, you've proved it with Elliot. With my son, yeah. with myself, with all the other the students I've worked with. It's yes. got my own I, I don't get excited unless I can see the God in you and you and, and encourage you to be that. Well now it's time for you to do yeah. that for you. Yeah. yeah that's you what lining doing. up with you is just going to inspire yeah. more people. That's right. You know, that's you're right. being a teacher, you're being an educator by yeah. being who you are. That's right. At least that's, that's, that's all yeah, because our, yeah. our what we are is what really teaches people. Right. Yes. We, we get inside. inspired it's, by other people. Yeah, it's not yeah. just words. That's not what... The, someone speaking words that is not incongruent with who they are, all that does is teach people to not be themselves, right? Because that's what Absolutely. they're modeling. Yeah. And I, we don't need that. This no. world doesn't need it. We've already gotten into this. All the jams that seem to be present in the world is all because people aren't listening to who they really yes. are and trusting right. themselves. So this is all the solutions... There's no problem in the world that's actually a big problem. It's only because as humans we've cut ourselves off yes. from the obvious solutions of things. But the, the 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 salvation and the solution of this world is that the the answers, the things we need, they've been there all along. We just have to stop rejecting them, which is what we've been talking about on the show. Yeah. Well, and that goes perfect with a reading we thought we were going to throw on the scrap heap. <laughs> yeah, but it was just. Yeah, it is perfect. Yeah. So this is from A Deep Breath of Life from Alan Cohen. It's November 12th, which is today. Ooh. And it's called Select, Don't Settle. You know, it's funny. A lot, every kid I went to high school with is going to recognize this. As a teenager, because we grew up in New Jersey, right. as a teenager, I regularly heard a radio jingle for a men's clothing store in New York City. Select, Don't Settle. At Barney's. <sighs> Although I did not realize it at the time, the message was offering a profound instruction for life. How much of how you live your life is your preference and how much are you settling for? On a piece of paper, make two columns. I select and I settle. Then consider your activities in the course of a day, week, month, or year and honestly record what you're doing that comes from your heart and what you're doing that comes from fear, mm. obligation, or mm-hmm. accommodation. Mm-hmm. Every time we settle, we die a little bit inside. Mm. When we accept something that we would not choose, we affirm that we do not deserve to be happy mm-hmm. and that the universe mm-hmm. cannot support us in, a living, in living our vision. Mm-hmm. When we make a stand for our goal, or I'll say our true identity, we affirm that we are worthy to live in a loving and abundant universe. Right. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one. Ah. Well, how about we get to the daily word? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. This is from what year? 1939. Ooh. Right, right back with Thanks some of again the survival manuals. Thanks again to our friend. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, th- this is another survival hey. manual. This is from a it survivor is. manual. Sent to See? us by Unity Minister Michael Schoonover. We love you, Michael. Thank you so much for continuing to feed us with this great Unity Truth 
So let's see what we yeah, got. Yeah, I mean, wisdom is timeless. If it's true, then it's that's right. That's true right. Now, all right. So from 1939, um, God is my life. So uh, God is life itself. Life in you is God. Life wherever it is found is God. The old conception of God as a person passed away when man perceived truth. The limited God was replaced by one who is unlimited in power and capable of making man like himself. That animating, pulsating, vitalizing something within you is God. It gives life to that with that which without it would be lifeless and inanimate. It gives animation to the mind and mobility to the body. By raising, con- uh, raising the consciousness to receive more life and by speaking the word life, the individual finds that he has more life and vitality. He has simply perceived more life and consciously brought it into manifestation. The life that one has, has indicates one con- one's consciousness of life. The difference between the life which one person has and that which another has is but a difference in their consciousness of life, their consciousness of God. Deny all feeling of lack through the realization that God is your life. Love Jehovah thy God, for he is thy life and the length of thy days. Deuteronomy thirty twenty. Wow. You know what that's yeah. reminding me of, Ed? Mm. You should share how... Uh, the esoteric meaning that you enjoy about our father has many mansions because this goes this is very helpful in this episode because the reason we're afraid to say no to something familiar is because we think that's the only place our good is going to come from because it seems to have been coming from there Right up until this point, yeah, and it really goes with kind of mm-hmm. like this this group consciousness that we can get into, and it was really helpful for me because Krista talked mm-hmm. about this earlier. You worked in public schools mm-hmm. and things, and it's like yeah. I've been beating myself up thinking that I should be more spiritual, I should be able to handle it, and I like I'm still every, each day. I'm, yeah. I, I keep telling Daryl, it's like I I'm so grateful that Daryl keeps reminding me of this because I keep convincing myself that I should be able to handle this more. I should be more mm-hmm. spiritual. What about and. Um, but, but what Daryl's referring to is like it's basically like I feel like in the public school or in this whole consciousness, it's like there's they believe there's only one mansion. It's not a mansion at all. It's a shack, and you better do all these things, or we're not going to be successful. We're going to fail. There's going to be more crime. It's well, going to be you're going to lose your livelihood. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of horrible underlying beliefs. So, it, but when, and when we when we buy into it, we our imagination believes that that's the only mansion. But yes. our Father's house and our Father is with our Father who art in heaven. Our heaven is within us. Our Father if you, could be said is our imagination because that's so powerful. We forget how powerful that is if if we're not inspired and reminded. Right. So, our Father. Uh, that house within us has many mansions, but we just have to dare to look beyond, like that Chipola story. We got to dare to look beyond the stories that pe- the people around us are telling us, and for ourselves. And this, this that to realize there's a lot more mansions, there's a lot more opportunities, yeah. and it's true. It's not. This is yes. not. Yeah. There's nothing shaky about it. Once we open up, like ever since I've started telling people, I had one person say, you're going to work with me at this new center they're opening. Another person said, I want you to keep working with my son. You know, another, another person said, "Well, 
You'll See, if more. you do that, you'll make a lot more money than in a public school if you're out on your own doing what you do here. Right. And it's right, like, right. wait yeah. a minute. And you got to remember, that's God talking through all these people. That's so true. Reassuring no us right. after yeah. we make a decision. You know what? I'm going to allow myself to no longer settle. I'm going to start selecting. And this is what we mean. You will start getting the reassurance. And that, you know, that's why Jesus said, yeah. it's great you, you've seen and now you believe. But blessed, which is also means bliss. Bliss and blessed of the same root. So he said, but happy is the person who hasn't seen but still believes. Because by me not seeing where this is going to go and just telling people, I'm so happy. Yes. I start, they share with me the road ahead and, and remind me. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to share, what came to me when you were reading this, Krista, mm-hmm. regarding... Uh, it's not in front of me, but what the new life and God coming through was made me think of your painting, right? As because I'm an mm-hmm. artist, I, yeah. I like to write poems, music, this show. Yeah, and yeah. isn't there something about you setting in to do a painting? Where does that come from, right? Does that do you think that strengthens your connection with all of these teachings? Well, no question. I yeah. mean, I think stepping out and just. Um, being true to who you are. Like in this, it talks about how um, it gives life to that which without it would be lifeless and inanimate. And I think when you stay in circumstances mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily where you need to be, right. you, it start, you start to shrink and become small and right. kind of boring. And, bleh. and so when you tap into who you are and, and it, it expands your world, right. it gives you energy and enthusiasm. You become more magnetic to other people. Right. In fact, you guys were talking with um, Kathy Norman about magnets and yeah. being magnetic right. and losing your magnetism. Yeah. And I always and I think about that. I think about like when I was little and I had um, the big red magnet in like your toy yeah, box. Yeah, or yeah. You, you pick those yeah. things, love that thing. And like I, I'm not a scientist, so I cannot speak to exactly how magnets work. But I do know that the electrons in them, they line up to become right. magnetic. And when you're not like lining up with right, that and right. you're the, they, the electrons cancel each other out and yeah. so it's just a rock right. and so when you really are being who you are right you know you're going to draw together the people that are going to support it you're going to yeah. draw together draw to you right. the inspiration right. because your electrons and whoever you are is right. is lining up and right. so i think when i am being who i am that's when the good stuff happens right. and i'm sure it's true for you too right and do you feel that like when you're painting that that's that that's just cuz that's like yeah well why? sometimes sometimes There's... not sometimes i'm making duds or right. like i i'm off on on a track that i i need to just step out and go have yeah. some fun you right. know it's not you're not on fire all day long right. every day. You know, sometimes right. you need to step away. But I do think yeah. there's something about, for any artist, mm-hmm. for myself, like this is why I can't, I hate anything that's not creative because mm-hmm. I'm a creative. Yeah. There's something about, even if you only plug into it every some odd yeah. meetings or that's whatever. Enough. Yeah. There's, isn't there something about that, though, that teaches you that there's somewhere beyond this world, beyond my rational oh, no, mind, where all this is coming oh. from, right? Like, doesn't yes. that give us, like, this amazing experience yeah. of that? And in fact, I think, like, a lot of my friends will come to me and, like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but something's happening. I'm yes. like, well, then, then, then you're on track. Yes. Because mm. if, like, you don't know where it's coming from, it means it's not necessarily coming from right. your rational mind, your thinking yeah. brain. You know, you're tapping into something bigger than you. Right. So that's when you're. You're on fire. You I don't know what? where this is coming from, but I got to follow it. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. you know, when you were saying about how when you're in a job that you think you need to do to make mm-hmm. a living. Right. But then it starts to become 
you know, a place where you're growing out of, and now it starts to feel bad. Right. Well, and then you you discover a lot of the other people in there feel the same way. Yes, and 100%. this is the bad part for us as individuals is when I'm stuck in a place too long. I mean, thank God I would catch myself because I had Mike Dugan who would kick me out of it. Right. But this is the indication. The bad mental habit is we end up, we start commiserating with the other prisoners in the concentration yeah. camp. Yeah. And we start justifying with things like, the one, fam- we call this, our famous last words, folks. Right. You know how it is, guys. Right. Which means, which I'm saying, I do not believe there's any other possibility for me. Right. But we all we all know that, right, guys? And you know So what? we're all going to just tough it out and be miserable, no. and let maybe me, one day we'll be happy when it's all in, over. Let me plug in the, 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 the direct example of that. That we get used to in certain environments. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today? It's the beginning of yeah, a brand new day. day. Yes, you know, <laughs> burnt out. You know, like you know, miserable. It's you know, horrible. like that's affirm. Like if that's what's being affirmed, and everyone is in understanding, then we it's, are really cut off from our divine yes. supply, yeah. and that is not healthy. But yeah. the good news is, once we get inspired, like you are now, we're now. You yeah. cannot see, but now you're now. See, this is the first part. The hardest part for all of us is when we know we got to make a change, and then it's like, do I do it? But I got benefits. Right. That's the swimming out when you're on your surfboard, right? But once you're willing, and you go, I think I'm going to take this wave. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I should wait for the next one. But once you decide to take the wave and get on board with the decision, yes, I am going to not do this at the end of the year. This is my last year here. Then you're on the wave. That's yeah. right. Because then the happiness starts coming. And once that happiness starts coming, that's when I'm in jobs that I was growing out of where even though the people are going, yeah, yeah, you know how it is, guys. Although they're saying it, I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I am now my I'm connected right. to this higher part of me that's not doing short timers attitude at the job. Right. I'm doing my job enthusiastically, right. but now I'm already on the wave. Right. So they're saying things, but I'm moving that's forward right. on right. this internal Right. Yeah, like a surfer on the wave of spirit. Yeah, well, you know I love that, and that's you know, the fact that you're saying that to me right now. You know I love to surf as much as I can. It's that's why I did. That was one of Jesus's tricks. For yes, me. yes, yes. So he you know, just like fishermen for fish. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's gonna say. You're right. Them for surfers. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah. What I love about it, and I can really feel it, is that it's. Like when when you're surfing, you can't just stand up on the water and ride away. <laughs> no. And but when you tap into the wave, yes. it takes you. It, yes. it has its own yes. energy. And I've been in many times. I mean, I learned this in surfing when I could be having a crappy session, and the guy next to me could. One time this happened. He was like, "This is the greatest day," and I was like, just enough in my in studying this stuff where I was like, "That's very interesting." This guy was like 20 feet away from me the whole time, and I'm yeah. having a total different session than him. Yeah. Now I'm usually the guy that's having the great session because yeah. I'm in the flow. But you mm-hmm. know what? What brought me to teaching – and the other day – say I told you about my grandfather. My grandfather was like this naturally mystical kind of guy. He grew up – my family is very Catholic. He was not. But he, would, he lived with me. He, mm-hmm. him and my grandmother on my mom's side. 
and he was very mystical. He, he, he grew up on a farm in upstate New York. He just had a natural joy about him. He always had, he's like, he made up nicknames for everybody that seemed <laughs> completely random, and he, he just called them that. Yeah. Right, no matter what their real name was, he just called them that, you know. And he one day we're walking down the street in Las Vegas, and this homeless guy is like, "Hey, uh, can I have a dime?" And my grandfather starts laughing. He goes, "A dime? How about you give me a dollar?" And the guy took out a bank roll out of his pocket and gave my grandfather a dollar. So my grandfather had this like mystical sense, just like you do. He's like because he trusted the way he felt, and. I mentioned this to Daryl, and then I mentioned something that I was thinking about, some crappy feelings about my job and staying there. And he's like, your grandfather would never agree to that, you know? He wouldn't, yeah. I said, your grandfather would be so upset if he heard that had happened to you. Yeah, so I, I watched this TV show, and in this TV show, this woman, is, she's like a, a female detective. It's on Masterpiece Theater, which I never thought I'd watch, but my wife got me into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something in the Duke Scarlet and the Duke. Yeah. Oh, this and sounds like something I'd like. It actually is great because of the costumes and the setting and everything. It's really well done. Oh, it's in probably that British, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I like those. I don't know. If it, I think is so, it? yes. Uh, and so in the story, her dad, the ghost of her, the mm-hmm. spirit of her father appears. Yeah. yeah. And so after I watched it, it got me like choked up. And then I yeah. I, I looked kind of like my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I, I looked in the mirror and I saw my grandfather in my face. And this is getting me choked up right now. I, uh, I, uh, I just said, "Pop, what have I got myself into?" You know, with this yeah. job. Like, yeah. I didn't get into this to be fucking. Excuse me. Yeah. I didn't get into this to get beat up. And like, all I got into this was for to help kids. And no one in my family ever did it. I just like was drawn. Right. So, and I just jumped in head first. And. I don't know, something about his spirit and all that just came through me. I was just like, I got to be, I was trained by my, I, so much more by my grandfather than I realized. And I mm-hmm. felt his, his spirit and I, I said, wow, I never used to think I could stand on my own two feet. Yeah. And I've still been holding myself as if that's not true. But somehow, amidst all of this, I'm still standing like Elton John sang. <laughs> and I'm still here. And it just like... It just infused me with the spirit of it's, on to the, uh, it's time for the next adventure. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, and Ed, I got to tell you, I started my working life after college as a high school teacher. I mean, mm-hmm. I was 22. I mean, right. so young, living right. the wow. south side of Chicago. I think I wrote a song about you. <laughs> 22 <laughs> teaching in high school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. I was like four years older than some of my students. Way too young. But, and I, and I did it for two years. And I was miserable like I would go home exhausted crying and I I got out of that and left and went to grad school but coincidentally now I've come back to teaching and Mm -hmm. I swore I never would but it's a different place and I'm coming at it without the attachment without the pressures and guess what it's kind of fun now and yeah. also on my terms yes. because I only do it on yes. occasion or as a sub yes. so you're leaving this now to go expand and do other things but who knows who knows, well, who knows where it's going to be you know but, now, but it has served it's 100%. time for you if it, it, it sounds like you know, it's kind of like if you have pants that are too tight you're not yeah. going to keep wearing the exactly. tight pants you've exactly. got to get different pants and yeah. it might be something you know? that you don't even know you love yet yeah it might be something not that. Have nothing yeah. to do with it could be like holy mackerel right. I had no idea this is heaven well yeah. you know I sometimes 
you, the whole thing that led me to teaching kids with on the autism spectrum yeah. was I was singing in a rock and roll band. It was transforming my whole life because yeah. these words would just come through me. This whole performance thing just started coming through me. No yeah. one told me I could do it. My parents, they they shunned it or whatever, but it, yeah. it just kept coming. And I would work with seven crazy people and we'd create songs and we'd be so into it. And I'd be like, why do we know this has to be this way when it's just some weird thing where, you know, but it, tra- yeah. it, it retrained my brain about everything. And that's what actually led me to work with students on, mm-hmm. with autism because I could see that, like, they're connected to something that's not trained into them and it can't be trained out of them. It's this, like, connection to this truth. Yeah. And it, like, really compelled me. And I was just thinking, if that crazy thing, monkey wagon, led me to teach, it's like, I got to stay with that thread. I wasn't, I didn't come yeah. go, I'm going to be a teacher and I'm going to have a pension and I'm going to have... No, I was just like uh, following this thread of excitement. So I yeah. got to just keep keep following, following it. it. And I'm a creative and I've like yeah. I have to continue to be a creative because it it informs everything I do. Yeah. Well, and you are a teacher. Yeah, the podcast that you yeah. and Daryl put together, you're both teachers. Right. You're you're teachers in in a big right. way, but right. it doesn't mean you've got to be in yeah. a system. You can, right. yes. you can take those skills out into the All world right. in a different way. Yeah. Right. Well, that's we yeah we came to this odd conclusion when yeah. one day Ed said, "Wait a minute, I get paid to teach because yeah. the feeling of working where he's yeah. working, and even when you tell people, well, I, I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. When I it's it really is how you phrase it and how it's looked at because when I tell friends, I've done this experiment. What mm-hmm. does your buddy Ed do? Oh, he works at the you know unified school system. Oh, it's really good that he's being of service. <laughs> like he's more, like he's an undertaker. Yeah. But when yeah. I say, but when I say, because I started doing this now. Oh, he gets paid to teach. They're like, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's right. awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And because it's funny, we were sitting there going, "How? Where's the show gonna go? Like, how are we gonna get paid to teach?" And then all of a sudden, I was like. You know something, Daryl? I just realized I get paid to teach. Because <laughs> <laughs> the spirit had been sucked out of it, you right? Know? right. And I, you know, I got to teach with joy and creativity, and it trend and it because my students they're so far out of the box. It's like whatever that crap is that they've been doing isn't working. I need I'm bringing in the big guns. So, yeah. um, and it's called God. It's called creativity. It's called inspiration, and it's really is the salvation of the law, salvation of the Lord. Uh, Krista, yes. where can people find your art? Oh, um, uh, gosh, uh, my website, but my name is nice, long, and Polish. So Instagram's probably the easiest, Sea Sky Art, and that'll take you to all the website links. And C is S E A, right? S E A is in the ocean, and Just then like Sky, S K Y, and then A R T. So Sea Sky Art is the simplest way, and of course, they can Link. find their way to my website. Yeah, Krista Macavina. It'll yeah. be in the show title, so um, mm. check out KristaMacavina.com. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You want to share anything else before we wrap up the show? No, it's been a, an uplifting and inspiring show that gets me pumped to head out into the day and find more uh, miracles in everyday life. So thank you. That's how we knew you were yeah. the perfect person. <laughs> yeah, you're a miracle lover. You and, can't um, spell miracle without Macavina. I mean, Krista was all. I mean, we know this about you. You are. You've always been fascinated with miracles and such. Oh, uh, we found the story. Yeah. Oh from boy. When you were from a little girl. Fascinated by miracles, attending a healing service oh. with your family. You may or may not remember this. It was very exciting to young Krista. <laughs> when it came time for the healing, the priest pointed to a man in the crowd and proclaimed, Stand up! The man stood up. Krista was amazed. Next, the priest shouted, Now walk, my child, walk! Finally, the man slowly started walking. 
little unsure, and the entire crowd was shocked. Then the priest gave the microphone to the man and asks, Now, what can you say upon this miracle of God? The man sheepishly replied, I still can't see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think we're going to have a guest in the studio. Where's white chocolate? Where is he? Oh, here he comes. (laughs) This is a drum roll, folks, in case you can't tell. You just remember it's miracle season, everybody. Oh, it's white chocolate. Here comes white. Oh, yes. One of the members of Hot Chocolate. Oh. Want to share a mic? You want to share a mic? Yeah. Let's share one. Okay. okay good. What are we doing? What are we doing? One of your songs. Yeah. I believe in miracles. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You faithful thing. You faithful thing, you. I believe in miracles Since you came along You faithful thing Visit DarylNed.com Kiss me You faithful thing Including the funniest thing Hug me darling Jeff Cover, you faithful thing As always thank you for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed You faithful thing Yeah I believe in miracles where are you from? Oh, you can't lie, you faithful thing. You faithful thing, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you faithful thing. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.